Hello, Vaughn Animus friends, family, supporters, listeners, wherever you are. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I welcome you. We welcome you in this community. Oh, the day has started, and it is rolling around. It's a glorious day to be alive. A lot of clouds. People are moving around, and that's a good thing. Special treat for you today, Brother Charles, from a different kind of storybook, has a story to tell you, or to tell us. I do want to play a comment that he did post regarding the change is going to come, post that I did uh, the song that I wrote, co-wrote with Alan Schobert, and it really touched my heart. So I'm going to just spotlight that just for a second. And then we're going to lead into some fabulous memories of Brother Charles. Stay tuned. You're listening to Vaughn Animus. And you can check me out on Spotify, Google, Apple, web browser, and more. And please, do listen to some previous episodes and share. I'll be right back here on Vaughn Animus. Don't go away. It's a beautiful song, baby sis. The words are right on time. The music is beautiful. You sound great, too. I'm proud of you. I'm going to put you up on my Facebook page and share this with everybody that follows me. I love you. Keep up the good work. I'm proud of you. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Brother Charles, for that encouragement. And like you say, like you tell me, never give up. So let's continue on and share wonderful story from Brother Charles. Here we go. Hello, Von Animus listeners, supporters, family, and friends. Are you ready for another wonderful creative, original story from Brother Charles, from The Journey, a different kind of storybook. Here you go. Welcome to The Journey, a different kind of storybook. My name is Charles Taylor. Welcome you to Storytime. You know how people always say that old people can't remember anything, they losing their mind and all that good stuff. Well, now that I'm older, <laughs> I happen to think that perhaps it's not so much that we're losing our minds as much as we got more stuff in our mind to remember than when we were 20 or 25. story is called Where Would We Be Without Them? 
So please, make yourself comfortable and see if you see yourself or someone you know or love in the story. Where would we be without them? Chapter 1 Riding in the Rain Does anyone remember the 1963 Mercury Monterey? It was a big four-door sedan. Well, my dad bought one. One day, he and Mom decided that the family was going on a road trip. Mom was born in Kentucky, and Dad was born in Indiana, and that's where their families lived. Dad was a planner, and Mom, she was a stickler for detail. So, they planned the trip. Mom got my sisters Clarice and Yvonne and me ready, while Dad made sure we had everything that we were going to need for that long drive from Massachusetts to the Midwest. And off we went. As 11, 10, and 8-year-olds, it was the adventure of a lifetime. Three things I remember the most about that trip were, one, the car had an electric breezeway rear window. It was like on a 45-degree angle, and what was so cool about it was that when we were in a rainstorm along our journey, Dad would lower the rear window. And because of its design, <laughs> the rain never came in. I remember turning around in the back seat, looking out the back window, and being fascinated that it was pouring down rain, but none of it was coming in the window. <laughs> Chapter 2 The Taylor Farm. Well, we finally made it to the Taylor Farm in Indiana. They had a big farm where they raised cattle, pigs, chickens, vegetables, and geese. They raised what they ate. Speaking of geese, the next morning, Grandma decided to go and get Sunday dinner. <laughs> my dad, my Uncle Gil, and I went with her. Suddenly, this big goose caught Grandma's eye. She went into the barn and got her hatchet. <laughs> Grandma didn't play. <laughs> now keep in mind, I'm only 11. Grandma walked up to that goose and with one swing cut the boy's head right off. <laughs> I was in shock. <laughs> I couldn't move. Wait, it gets better. Well, maybe worse. <laughs> See, the goose didn't fall down and die right away. No. It started running around with his long goose neck swinging back and forth without its head. I took off running to the house as fast as I could run. He finally fell over, and I couldn't move. Dad and Uncle Gil must have seen how terrorized I was because Dad reached down and picked me up and held me in his arms. I must say that all three of them had a good laugh over it. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I didn't sleep for a week. In fact, to this day, I don't eat chicken or turkey on the bone. <laughs> the story isn't over yet. 
After spending a few days with Granddad and Grandma Taylor, we packed up to go visit Granddad and Grandma Miller. Chapter 3 The Miller Farm Mom's parents were dairy farmers, so they raised cows and chickens. After a couple more hours in the Mercury, we arrived in, in, in Kentucky. They too had a big farm. They had several barns to house their cows and their chickens. About the third day, Granddad and Grandma and my dad decided it was time for me to meet the cows. So we went into one of the barns. I don't remember how many stalls there were, but I do remember that there were a lot of them. As I stood in the doorway, the next thing I remember was the smell. We didn't have cows in Boston, so it took me a little while to get used to that. Well, when I finally got over the shock, I ventured in. Grandma began collecting eggs, and Grandpa, he decided I should learn how to milk a cow. <laughs> milk a cow? <laughs> Remember now, I'm only 11, and these animals were huge. And they smell, too. Wait, <laughs> it got worse. Granddad decided that I should learn how to milk one of these monsters. So, <laughs> he got two stools in a bucket and told me to sit down next to him. I thought I was only going to watch. I had no idea what was about to happen. He began milking old Bessie and suddenly he stopped. He grabbed my hands and put them around her udders. I lost it. I knocked over the stool and the bucket of milk and flew out of that barn. I'd never seen a cow. Never mind her udders. And he wanted me to touch them? <laughs> oh, no. That wasn't happening. For the next few days, <laughs> I never went near those barns. My family had a good old laugh about it once again. But in love. It's funny the things you think of and that stick with you over the years. When those events were happening, I was fascinated and terrorized all in one family vacation. Today, as I'm writing this story, over 60 years ago, I have the biggest smile on my face and in my heart. What about you? Do you have any special moments that are now special memories? Hmm. I sure hope you do. So I ask you, where would we be without them? Never give up. Love and peace. Brother Charles. much brother charles that's brother charles a different kind of storybook 
please check him out. I love the story. <laughs> I don't remember that. I kind of remember a little of that, Brother Charles, but I don't remember. I do remember the goose. Yes, I do. Yes, I do remember that goose. <laughs> so I guess it did definitely do something to my memory too. I love you. I love you. I love you. Please continue to contribute. Von Onimus fans and listeners, please comment on this story. You can share it. Look back into our other podcasts also and share them. You help us out so much and it doesn't cost anything but a little bit of love. Don't go away. This is Von Onimus. We'll be right back. Thanks. Thank you again, Brother Charles, for that wonderful story. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today here on Von Onimus. Couldn't do it without you. Please don't forget to share, web browser, anchor, Spotify, Google, and more. Comment, share, and please check out other broadcasts, other episodes from Von Onimus. So, so appreciated. And we wish you all a blessed, happy, and wonderful, safe day. Join us again here on Von Onimus. Thank you so much.